Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian girl's guide to modern dating. We're here to help you date with confidence while honoring the Lord and to show you that your identity and contentment are in Christ. We're going to give you the tools that you need to date successfully and be set up well for success in a godly marriage. If you've ever felt like you didn't really belong with any of the extremes in dating today, well, you're not alone. Neither did we. And that's why we're here looking for the middle. Well, hello, friends. Welcome to the season premiere of season seven. Holy crap. I can't believe (laughs) we are into season seven. This is so fun. So exciting. So so crazy. It's what, three years now? Three years we've been going. Start of year year four. Start of year four. What? Because it's two per year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're old. It's fine. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no, we're so excited to be here. We have been planning for this and actually stuck with the plan. Yes, we did. This time. For a whole week, the whole whole first week, we have stuck with our plan. We've stuck with the plan. No, We don't have a plan after today, Exactly. that's beside the point. Yes, no, we switched up our planning strategy because we changed so many things last season, but we've got a lot of great episodes in the queue for y'all so it's gonna be a grand old time we're so excited so thank you if you have been here for a while thanks for coming back if you're new and just have found us welcome we're so happy to have you we have a whole archive of stuff for you to go (laughs) listen to uh between weeks and episodes if you want to go dive in more we'd love for you to do that but we're glad you're here yes i will second everything Kristen just said we're glad you're here we're glad to be here back in a groove But before we get started and dive into today's topic, just a few normal housekeeping things at the top here. First of all, if you're not following us on social media, you totally should go do that. We promise to be more active on there now that the season has started. We took an inadvertent extended social media (laughs) break. It was a sabbatical really. (laughs) But we will be back. We're going to be more in stories and interact with you guys more. Anyway. Go follow us on Instagram. LFTM underscore podcast is our handle there. Um, And if you haven't also signed up for our newsletter, go do that. We'll be back to sending those out weekly. You can go to our website, lookingforthemiddle.com and just sign up for the newsletter there. Or you can go to the link in our bio on Instagram and we send those out on Thursdays after the episode comes out on Wednesday every week. So you don't want to miss that. And then last but certainly not least, you guys know we always kind of do something fun or I don't know, different for the season premiere. And this year is no different. But what we are doing is we are actually going to have two season premiere episodes this year, year, season, this week, week, whatever you want to call it. Um, So today's full length episode is technically our real premiere. But if you come back on Friday, we are going to have another full length episode for you then. So you don't want to miss that. And then we'll be back on our normal schedule with couch cast and backstage pass and all of those things but make sure to check back friday because we will be at it again with a whole nother full length episode for you guys it's gonna be great this is mantra week yes that's what we're gonna call it mantra week so before we really get started we have one last thing to do and Kristen was really struggling with this this morning yes i was and that is the question of the day and it's Kristen's turn and she found the worst list of would you rather questions in the history of ever so i'm hoping she did not pick a question i did change list y'all it was like 45 funny would you rather questions and the first question on the list is like would you rather be set on fire or run over by a semi-truck 
I'm like, that's not fun. I'm sorry. What? And then further down, it's like, would you rather be a psychopath or a sociopath? I'm like, I'm pretty sure a psychopath wrote this list. Because <laughs> it was like, would you rather eat bugs or cat food? For the yeah, and I'm no. like, this is not funny. That's why would you rather questions are never fun. Like, that's the fun ones. Well, I have a would you rather question, actually. But oh, I think it's actually, man. I think it's a funny one. Like, an act- it's not that's from that list. It's not from that list. I hate these. Okay, go ahead. Right. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Yes. I think it'll be okay. Okay. Would you rather know all the world's languages or be able to talk to animals? Know all the world's languages. Oh, so fast. Hands down. Hands down. I don't want to talk to animals. <laughs> talk to them anyway. And I'm fine with the level of communication that we have. You're fine that it's one way. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I like most conversations that way, actually. I... I'm joking. It's don't. <laughs> I don't. I thought that would get more of a reaction and then you just glossed that, over it. That and I'm didn't like, click right they're away. gonna think that that's how I am in real life. <laughs> that didn't click right away. Oh my gosh. That's funny. No. Oh my I'm word. A good conversationalist. I let other people talk. She does. She does. Most of the time. Most of the anyway. time. Um no. I was who was I talking to the other day that I was like, Bethany talks the most in our group but she's good at facilitating conversation and it's never awkward when bethany's around <laughs> Yay me. so bethany is a good person to have when you're meeting new people when you're in a situation you're uncomfortable in, you just <laughs> stick with bethany and you're good i have this great combination i'm a weird combination of introvert but i also can small talk and ramble like nobody's business it's so true. there it's may true. not be a point to what i'm saying but it won't be awkward <laughs> <laughs> and hey i'll take that every time <laughs> Um, I think I would want to know all the world's languages because I would want to be able to travel and just talk yes, to everybody. Exactly. But there are certain animals like I would want to talk to animals. That's very true. Oh, dang. I hadn't thought about that. But you'd also probably people would think you were a freak. Yeah. Whereas if you knew all, all the way to the if bank. You knew, <laughs> if you knew all the world's languages, then like everybody thinks you're super smart. You'd be an interpreter. That's true. Oh, now that would be cool. Mm-hmm um yeah probably there are certain animals i'd want to talk to Ooh, what okay let's do follow-up question of the day what is the one animal you would most like to be able to talk to i would want this is going to sound basic but i have a reason i would want to talk to dogs because i want to know like like when we talk to them like <laughs> they're like you idiot can you feed me like i really want to know if that's what they're thinking <laughs> like because cats you already kind of know that's what they're thinking like i'm i think cats are the most sarcastic of all animals without actually having to speak but i want to know like obviously there's like really happy like all the but then there are some dogs that are just kind of like there and you're like oh my goodness and you're like why are you talking to me like that i'm trying to to nap leave me alone have some space here so that's why i would want to that's a good one talk to them who would you want to, who, what would you want to talk to? Wow. This I've, derailed I've, so quickly. I've been thinking the whole time you were talking, I was like, I don't know my answer to this question, but here's what I'm coming up with off the top of my head. I'm going to say elephants. And here's why. Interesting. Because when you watch an elephant move, it's always in like super slow motion looking. And so in, you know how you're like imagining what an animal's thinking. So in my head, it, elephants like think in slow motion too like as they're going so i'd love to talk to them to see if it's like trying to talk to like dory speaking whale and finding nemo she's hello. like hello bethany I fe- yes yeah, i feel like that's how <laughs> elephants talk and so i'd love to really dive into that a little wow and that is the psyche <laughs> welcome back of me and bethany wow <laughs> what does that say about us let's not let's, let's not, not answer that no, question let's, let's All leave right. that question on the table okay 
reining it back in. If you're new, that's normal. (laughs) I'm so sorry to break it to you, but we love rabbit trails. And the question of the day is very rarely related. Yeah, straightforward or related to what we're talking about. So there are a lot of hard right turns, but it's fine. Okay. You'll get used to it. Yes. Promise. It's great. So today, though, to kick off Mantra Week, as we are calling it, we're going to start with Kristen's mantra from the last couple of seasons, which if you have listened at all, you've probably heard us say both of these because they make an appearance in just about every episode of you should want to be with someone who wants to be with you, which you hear that and you're like, well, duh. But so many situations come back to that and so many situations come down to trying to justify a situation that's not that. And so we kind of realized, I don't know, it wasn't too long ago. We were like, what are we going to do for the premiere? What are we going to do? And it was like, oh, my word, we have never done an episode on this. We've talked about it a ton, but now we're going to do a full episode on it. So, Kristen, tell us, what does that mean? to you oh wow what a question (laughs) so this statement I kind of just said it in passing one day so it Mm. wasn't like I had this you know divine revelation of like (laughs) wow this is how I need to be dating um it was just we were talking in some episode and I said it and I was like dang that's good I don't know what that let me write that down (laughs) but the more I've kind of preached this to myself included and talked about it on here this has come from a place of personal experience because I have done a lot of convincing to myself in the past that I can make someone want to be with me Mm. if I'm you know good enough pretty enough available enough flirty enough whatever and I've tried really hard and spent a lot of time trying really hard to make things work with guys who didn't want to be with me as bad as I wanted to be with them and so unfortunately I had to learn the hard way more than once because your girl's stubborn (laughs) that you're not going to establish a strong relationship by doing that. You know, there's got to be give and take in relationships and there's got to be sacrifice on both sides and there's got to be effort on both sides. But if one of you is doing most of the giving and the other one's doing most of the taking, then you're going to have resentment and bitterness are going to build up. And ultimately they're going to drive a wedge between you and the person that you're with. And I've experienced that on more than one occasion. And so after walking through all of my failed attempts, you're welcome. um, (laughs) I found myself kind of looking around at my friends, my family, you know, the people who were in healthy, thriving relationships. And I noticed a pattern. And the pattern was that these people who were in my life, who I considered to be in successful relationships, each person in the relationship made it very clear that they wanted to be with the other person mm-hmm. through their words, through their actions, their behaviors, their decision making, the way they spoke to them. All of that made it so clear, not just to the person they were with, but to people who were observing me and other people around them, like, oh, dang, he really likes her. He really wants to be with her. He really, you know, she really, you know, just adores him you know and it's not and it wasn't just from a sense of like oh they're so infatuated it's like no they're making a point to want to be with this person and that's what I wanted and I realized that if I wanted that then I had to quit like you said justifying 
relationships I was in of, okay, well, I mean, I'm really trying to make this work. And he, like, he kind of is, but maybe it's just a busy season or maybe it's just this or maybe well, he'll I just need to give it a little more time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, if we have enough conversations about it, <laughs> um, which how many times as girls are like, if we just talk about it more. I'm sure it'll sink in. Like, and there are some things that that may work and there are other things like this that you can talk about it all you want to, but if he doesn't want it or if he doesn't want it that bad, Mm-hmm. you you know having 14 midnight phone calls about it is not going to change anything and i know that because i've tried it so, again this is this is an episode tripping with personal experience um but in that you know the goal that bethany and i have for all of this is that's why we talk about you know we don't always interview we've had a few interviews on here here and there but we talk from personal experience obviously we know we won't cover every personal experience but we can speak from what we've been through what we know what we've walked through so that if you find yourself in a similar situation you don't have to make the same mistakes we did (laughs) you can if you want to but you don't have to um and hoping that you know you'll learn from things that we had to learn the hard way and this is one of them so that's kind of where all of this started I guess you could say okay so with all of that in mind I think it would be a good thing to talk about okay so because you hear that and you're like yes that sounds awesome I want that Mm -hmm. and you're like so now what right you know like with a lot of things you you can hear the concept and it's great but we all find ourselves in that situation because we don't know what to do to avoid it. You know, we don't know what it really looks like. We don't, all these things. So with all that in mind, let's talk about what does it look like for someone to like make it really clear that they want to be with you. And then on the other hand, what does it look like when someone doesn't want to be with you? Cause I think that's probably more where we struggle with clarity because when someone really wants to be with you, there's just no questioning it, you know, but when they don't, you're constantly going, okay, does he not really care? Is he not really into this? I don't know. Like you have all these questions. So I think that's probably where we need more clarity. Mm. Um, And then now one thing I'll say too, before we really answer those questions, one caveat is keep in mind that these things that we're about to talk about are all things that you should be doing too. Um, And I think that especially with this in Christian circles, especially because we're so like t- ingrained that the guy pursues, the guy leads, the guy, all of, all of those things. And those are true. But I think it can get to an extreme point where we think we're just going to sit back and wait for him to pursue us. Or we're not going to put our cards on the table and make it really obvious we like this guy because he needs to be the one leading. He needs to do that first. He needs to lead in that. And there's validity to that. But you can't just be, you know, super stone-faced and not ever give anything you need to be showing these same things too so just put that out there yes and we'll talk about that at another time sure 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 yeah Yeah. we can get into that more then yeah yeah, we'll camp here so let's start with what it looks like when someone does want to be with you okay so the very first thing that comes to my mind is that they make time for you and you're like duh Kristen but (laughs) How many times do we justify like, oh, he's busy. He's got a lot on his plate. Blah, blah, blah. No, if he wants to be with you, he will make time with you. So not all his time. Not all his time. It, yeah. We do. We will talk about balance, but he will make time. And someone told me recently, like, it's a myth for you to be too busy 
for someone or something because you make time yeah. for what's most important to you. So, for instance, like your best friend calls you and needs something like maybe she's had a horrible day and she needs to talk and you had, you know, you need to go to the grocery store. You need to, you know, do a couple things for work. I know if Melanie calls me crying right now, I'm like, <laughs> heck with it. I'll get it done later. Like yeah. she needs me. And so I'm going to drop it because she's she's important to me and I care about her and her friendship is obviously priority at that moment. Again, I'm not saying that everything you do, your boyfriend needs to drop everything. But if you're important, he's going to make time for you. He's going to switch some things around. He's going to have some flexibility with his schedule. He's going to be willing to make some changes because now you're in his life and you he wants to spend time with you. So... And that's a really easy thing to try to minimize. But this is, I would say, probably the most, like, well, I think they're all important. I can't say that because I'll be like, oh, no, this is the most important. Oh, no, this is the most important. But it's really easy for you to, like, a guy to say, like, oh, yeah, you're important to me. And, you know, I love you. And And if he's not spending any time with you, then, you know, words don't mean squat. So that's the Southern for you. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, he's going to make time if you're important to him and if he wants to be with you. Well, and one thing with that too is he's going to make time for you. He's going to spend time with you. He's going to put effort into that. And you're not going to have to tell him Mm. to do that to an, but to an extent, but I think we have to be careful with some of these things in that. Yes. You shouldn't have to tell him, Hey, you should want to spend time with me, but you also can't expect him to read your mind with anything that we're about to talk about. And no, whether it's time, I know we're going to talk about communication, like different things. You can't expect him to read your mind and just know how you want him to do that. He doesn't know how much time says you're important to me. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't know that this type of communication is important or effective. And this other type is not he. So it's not a matter of, is he doing it perfectly? Is he putting effort into spending time with you? You don't have to tell him that, but you are going to need to have conversations about like, hey, this works well. This doesn't. This is important to me. This isn't. You know, if it's like you've got three or four things coming up and you want him to do this one with you and you don't tell him, hey, this one's really the most important. And you're like, oh, hey, these things are coming up. And another one maybe fits his schedule easier and he doesn't know they're not weighted the same and he picked, mm-hmm. he's like okay well I can do this yeah well now you're hurt because he didn't pick this thing that was the most important to you and he must not love you and he must not want to spend time with you when in reality if you had told him hey this thing is the most important he would have been like okay great let's make that work yeah so don't expect him to read your mind but you also shouldn't have to tell him at the basic level hey you should want to spend time with me yes it's like the execution you may have to yes. like talk through but the the desire should be there on its own right yeah yeah, yeah yeah i like that a lot okay so let's look at some practical ways that you can make time for someone here are some ways that you may see just practically that you're like oh hey he's putting effort into this it's gonna look like does he plan dates uh or does he just willingly go on dates that you plan? Yes. <laughs> you know? Which that's a big thing to like say, hey, yeah. I want to go do this. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's go. We talk uh, about all the time. Like if a guy <laughs> said, hey, I want to go hiking. I'm like, oh, man, if I really like you, I'm going to say I'm yes. Gonna go. <laughs> but I mean, you want to spend time with him. You want to spend time with him. Oh, yeah. And I just I like it even too when a guy just says, hey, let's go out on this day. Like, especially once you've been dating for a little while and you just kind of spend time together. But he's like, hey, let's plan a date like that. I'm like, oh, okay. okay yeah. Um, 
so another way is you call or text each other when you have free time um i you have been here in the notes that you talk in the car a lot i do too around here we spend lots of time in the car uh welcome to atlanta (laughs) you just do it takes forever to get anywhere and it's a great place to call don't text yeah don't do that (laughs) so the texting you can do somewhere else but call and talk on the phone while you're driving i think this especially if there's like distance involved um this is a great way to spend time together is just texting is great i love texting like i really do but it's just different than actually talking to someone on the phone so making time for that when you're driving is a great way of of doing that you can schedule certain days to hang out or talk like if you have really busy schedules you can say okay Thursday afternoons, Thursday evenings, whatever. That's our day. Mm-hmm. And you just block it off like you would, you know, the Bible study you go to on Wednesday or whatever. Thursdays, that day, it's always there. I mean, we have Thursday mornings is when we record. And we just know that's when we record. We don't plan things there. We don't have other stuff. We don't know what we're recording necessarily, yeah. but that's the day we're doing it. We're you showing know? up or, and we're going to go. Or planning if we don't have recording or whatever. Like that's just blocked off. And because we do, we have busy schedules and we need that time blocked off. And it's funny when it's dating versus anything else. Because with this, it's like, well, duh, like this is important to us and we're going to make time for it. So we block off the time. It's the same with a dating relationship. And I think a lot of times we, because it's supposed to be this romanticized thing, when you take it down to the practical and the mundane, it loses some of that sparkle, shall we say? And so it's not as fun and spontaneous and whatever. Yeah. But that's not real life. Yeah. So. And then speaking of mundane, and this is one of my favorite things, go do mundane things together. Like if you need to go grocery shopping or he needs to go return a pair of shoes, I don't know. Just ride along. Go with him. Yeah. Why not? That's real life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is once you're married, once life is going on, that is how you're going to spend time together. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I tell Kristen all the time. Well, not all the time. That'd be weird. But I've told Kristen, like one of the things you're like, what are you most looking forward to about marriage? I'm like, I just want someone to go grocery shopping with me on a random Tuesday night. Like Aww. those are the things, you know? And so that's what this is. So, I mean, besides, you need to, you need to grocery shop with someone. Yes. Before it gets you super serious. You learn a lot you about do. somebody when you grocery shop with them. Yes. 100%. Anyway, what were you going to say before we got all tangled no, up? No, I was going to say, I'm like, if a, if a guy I'm dating was like, hey. Or I was like, I need to go to Target. He's like, oh, I'll go with you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> fantastic. Let's go. The fact that you want to take a lap around Target with me, I know this is going to be short-lived. Yes. But I will take it while you will do it with me. Seriously. And it's just it's fun and you joke and you flirt but it's like and there's something to be said too of like like bethany said it's not you know we we watched the movies and we did we did a whole episode on you know why can't life be a romantic comedy and all that but i think there's something really sweet and romantic to be found in doing the mundane things oh there totally is and because it is like this is what our life could look like if this works out there is something really sweet, like, oh, yeah, like, I could see us, you know, on Tuesday nights. Like, that's our grocery night. We'll go to the grocery uh-huh. store together, and then we'll, you know, pick up food on the way home, because I do that every time I go grocery shopping. Oh, yeah, you shopping. don't cook no. the day you go grocery no. shopping. I either get, like, a pub sub, yep. or sushi, or Chick-fil-A. Like, yep. it's one of the three, and I will... 
literally look at my entirely like packed full fridge and be eating a spicy chicken sandwich. And not regret it one bit. Exactly. So I think that, yeah, there's something really. So don't think just because it's not like you said sparkly and, you know, just extravagant or whatever. Like there's something really sweet and romantic about that. And so don't dismiss that if you have the chance to do it. The sparkly romantic moments wouldn't be that if they were all the time. That's a good point. So that's a really good point. Don't lose sight of that. Yes. Okay. Another thing that shows that someone really wants to be with you is that they communicate consistently. Now we talk about communication as much as we talk about, I don't know, anything, anything on here. And we do that because communication is absolutely vital to any strong, thriving relationship. One thing I want to say here, you'll notice I say they communicate consistently. The method of communication is going to look different for everyone based on how you best communicate, how they best communicate, your you know, circumstances under which you're dating. But the important thing is that there is consistency in mm-hmm. however you're communicating. So pattern. Yes. You want there to be a pattern. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So if they text more, then texting should be happening pretty regularly. If they call more, you may not text that often during the day, but they're calling you pretty frequently. Um, You're looking for, okay, are they making an effort to talk to me on a regular basis? Yeah. And I'm not sitting here wondering, are they still alive? Do they still like me? (laughs) I haven't heard from them in a while. You know, it's like, oh no, like, you know, I've, I've dated guys where we texted all day and then I've, dated guys who we don't we'll text sporadically but then i know he's gonna call me when he gets off work um and so again just like bethany said the pattern is what you're looking for here yeah well and consistency not only does the the method of communication look different from relationship to relationship but consistency is going to look different from relationship to relationship Uh, you know you may go out with one guy who has a real flexible work schedule and text during work and whatever. And then the next guy can't. Well, it doesn't mean he's not communicating with you consistently because it looks different than the guy before. It's okay. He can't text all during work. Or he can't talk. And so, but when he gets home from work, then I hear from him. And that's consistently how it is. You know, you're obviously, it's like, okay, you're a priority in his life because when he gets home from work, he's going to contact you. He's going to want to talk to you. So it's going to look different. But it's still consistent. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think what's helpful is, and I'll talk, let me talk to our like younger high school, college age listeners for a second, because in that season of your life, you're going to text more than you talk on the phone usually. And you're going to text more frequently throughout the day. Yes. Then you will when you get, you know, out of college, jobs, whatever. I don't want to text all day every day. Uh, yes. I, like I, and I never thought I would say that. I have gotten to that point now. Yeah. And it's taken me a little longer than I thought. But I am at that point. I'm like, you know, I do have work to do. Right. I do have things, whatever. And especially when they're long texts. Because then you feel like, okay, I've really got to focus yeah. here. Like, I want to, whatever. It's a quality over quantity thing. Yes. At a certain point. Exactly. But I think what has really helped me because for a while I thought, okay, well, if he's, you know, if he's not texting me pretty frequently, then something's wrong. But I think it wasn't necessarily just that. It was that there were some of these other issues that we're going to talk about later that had settled in. And so I, like, I assumed, oh, if, if he's, he's not texting, texting me all the time, then, then these aren't as big of a deal. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas when I've been in healthier relationships, 
and I don't he doesn't text me for four hours because he's at work I'm not worried yeah I don't blink an eye I'm like oh he's at work I'll hear from him later he'll call me tonight he'll text me when he's done or when he can or whatever and and he's a lot of times communicated ahead of time hey I got a super crazy week this week so it'll be you know we're talking later at night that's fine that's great but it's communicated and so there is no worry one thing I will interject here just thinking about that if you are dependent or heavily dependent on him texting you basically 24 seven to prove that he wants to be with you. Like if that wasn't there and you're worried and like, Oh my word, he doesn't like me. And Oh my word, this is falling apart because he's not texting you all day. I think that is an indication that a lot of these other things are not there. That's Mm -hmm. your one thing saying he wants to be with me. He wants to spend time with me. If that's the only thing you've got, I think you need to take a step back and really evaluate, okay, what's really going on in this relationship? If you can't go a good part of a day without texting him and not be in knots, I think you may have a bigger issue at play. I 100% agree. That's a great point. But then so practically with this communicating consistently, again, that's going to look like he should be initiating conversation. Not all the time you you can you can text a guy first without it being pursued yes uh say it again for the people in the back (laughs) you can text him first it's okay uh we ought to do an episode side note y'all are gonna get to hear us plan for a second we should do an episode on what does pursuit look like i don't think we have that on the list but there have been several times lately where we have said you can do x and it's not pursuit or he can do this and it is we should talk about that i'm adding it to the list okay great and we're back please excuse my (laughs) typing noises as bethany keeps talking (laughs) so then just rounding it back up to close this one out if someone wants to be with you they will want to talk to you if they don't they don't really want to be with you. Yeah. I'll just say it that bluntly. If someone does not want to talk to you, they don't want to be with you. Yeah. Who, do you, who, who do you not want to talk to in your life right now? The people I want to avoid. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Same thing here. And yes, it's a tough, this is a tough love moment, but yeah. But you need it. We yeah. all do. I and would tell Kristen the same thing. Yes. You want to be with somebody who wants to be with you. Okay. Okay. Don't get repetitive. We should have. Yeah. We should have played a game. How many times is Kristen going to say this in this episode? If you have a Diet Coke, we'll call it a drinking yes, game. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So the last thing while we're talking about what it looks like for someone to want to be with you, the last thing they're going to do, or the last thing of our list, they're going to do a lot of things, but the last big thing, they're going to make sacrifices. Okay. Again, talked earlier about give and take. This is where this comes in. So that looks like maybe they do things that aren't their favorite because Mm -hmm. being with you is more important than whatever it is you're doing. Again, the fact that I'm willing to go hiking with somebody, (laughs) if I really like them, you know what? It's going to suck. I'm probably going to get bug bites or I'm going to see a snake and make a fool of myself, but I'm going to get to be with him. And that's what matters. Um, and he should be willing to do the same thing. Now, again, don't every date you plan, pick something, you know, like that he's going to hate. Okay. (laughs) There's compromise there, but don't be mean. Yeah. But if there's something you really want to go do from time to time, he should be like, okay, well, yeah, if you really want to go, let's go do it. Um, something else he will do is he's willing to drive or travel to you. If it's, even if it's inconvenient, this was the first thing I noticed about uh, 
Trey and Melanie when they started yeah. dating. Trey drove all the way up from Gainesville, Florida to where we live north of Atlanta for their first date. Got a hotel room. He didn't make her drive at all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh. shoot. Homeboy okay. likes her. Yep. Like, this is legit. <laughs> and that, I remember that was the first thing I was like, okay, I'm impressed. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's a big step and they had been you know talking for a little over a month at that point so was that all it was i think so yeah it was a little over a month oh wow i'm pretty sure yeah because okay. they started talking in june okay and then he came up in july i'm yeah, almost positive yeah that does seem right okay so but yeah he's gonna travel he will be willing to sacrifice sleep sometimes <laughs> maybe not everybody this has been my experience yeah and I know I don't sleep nearly as much when I'm in you're like, on the phone, I'm, you're yeah, talking, yeah, yeah, you're on the phone, you know, you're getting up early, you're, you know, staying up late, whatever. And that's one that will probably wear off the longer you're with somebody. Not yes. probably. Definitely. I'll be like, babe, like I want to sleep. Yes. It's, you know, 1130 and I am um, fading. Like I'm falling <laughs> on, asleep on FaceTime and I don't really want you to see me falling asleep on FaceTime. <laughs> so I'm going to get off the phone. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they're willing to deal with some inconveniences or not get their way all the time because they want to be with you. They want to spend time with you. They want to see you. They want to whatever. Again, this should be reciprocated. That's not what we're talking about. So I'm not, please don't hear and be like, he should do everything (laughs) and you don't change a thing. Yeah. But sacrifices will be made when you really want to be with somebody. Yes. Agreed. Okay. So then on the flip side when someone does not want to be with you whether they realize it or not (laughs) like it's not always a matter of when we say oh they obviously don't want to be with you it's not that they're sitting there thinking oh i do not want to date this girl anymore that's not that's not necessarily it but by their actions they're showing that you're not a priority and that may even just be a matter of okay they're not at a place where they're wanting to pursue something that serious and it's it's not necessarily that there's something with you they're just not at that place but it's okay if you are yes it is okay to end it and to move on solely because you're at a different place and you are wanting to move to something else you don't want to now i'm not talking about it's been six weeks and you're wanting to get serious and he's not there yet i'm talking about he's not wanting to pursue serious and even marriage at all really it doesn't Mm. seem have a conversation figure that out but if that's the case that is enough to say okay we're gonna end this solely because of that it doesn't mean there's something wrong with him it doesn't mean there's this big issue other than that and that's okay yeah i'm really glad you said that because that's like one of the situations i've been in that prompted this content was i mean that was the breakup conversation we had Mm -hmm. of he was graduating college very focused on the job he was getting right out of college and every second of spare time he had he was going to work you know on that and networking and all this stuff and which is admirable yes like i'm like good for you right but if you can't juggle and that was the yep. conversation i was like i think it's great that you have this dream you've gotten this great opportunity you've got all this set up if this is what you want to spend all of your free time on, it's not fair for you to have a girlfriend that just gets your leftovers. Exactly. So I'm going to, you know, head out. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was nicer than that, I promise. But that was a conversation yeah. of it's not, you know, what you want is not a bad thing, but we want different things. Yes. Well, and it's in, and I know your situation, so I know the details yeah. of it, but if it's something to wear, 
this is an open-ended pursuit. Like there doesn't seem to be, this is going to change. If take that situation and say, okay, I just got this awesome job and it's going to set me up really well for a great career. But for the first three months, I have to do X, Y, Z to really get in the door. I have to devote all this time to this. And you can talk about it and realize this is a short term. Like I have said before, don't make long-term decisions based on a short-term situation. So if this guy really is great, he's strong in his faith. He's pursuing the Lord. You guys get along great. You enjoy spending time with him and you know, okay, for the next three months, we're not going to see each other as much as we did. That's fine. That's one thing. But if this is just a, an overarching pattern that has no end in sight, that's when you get into a place of like, okay, this is a pattern that seems to be going to permeate forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's what your first thing you're looking for. Yeah. Is, is this a quick thing or a temporary thing or is this an indefinite yep. feeling thing? So let's kind of you know we'll go through the same categories that we did with somebody who wants to be with you when somebody doesn't want to be with you they don't make a lot of time for you okay and that means you know you feel like the backup plan to their other plans or you just kind of have to fit in where you can to their already established schedule or they're canceling plans with you to do other things speaking from experience that's not a fun place to be and the first you know time or two it may happen it may you know be perfectly justifiable of why it happened but if it's like oh like I literally had a full four-day weekend plan where I was gonna see this dude every day we're dating we've been dating for a few months and he canceled every single day like day before because he's like okay I can't come the, but then I'm, I'm still coming you know the rest of the weekend okay now I'm gonna be here a little okay yeah we can't do this either <laughs> and then by the end of it I'm like I literally haven't seen you the whole time oh good grief and it's like no do you want like right do you want to be with me because you can say and again this is where words and actions have to come together because he was saying especially if you're a words of affirmation person you've really got to be careful here because you can take hold of those words and they hold a lot of weight to you but then if they're not followed up with action eventually you know you've got to have that and he was saying no i do really want to be with you i really care about you and i really want this to work and like I hear you. Yes. But but your actions are saying something completely different. And so if, you know, you should want to spend time with me. And if I'm just kind of like, oh, if I get to her, I'll get to her. And that sounds harsh. But but yeah, it's not. It's not what you want. Nope. Because again, the prioritization levels are different. Okay. So then moving on to communication, this is going to look like they're not communicating consistently. And I can't give you a... um, an exact like roadmap of what that looks like because every relationship is different. And we talk so much about patterns and you're looking for patterns in relationship and you're looking for patterns in communication. So not communicating consistently is going to look different for everyone, but it is going to be a break in the pattern of whatever it was with the one exception being if you never was into it. Mm. And so I guess we can talk about that pretty, yeah, pretty definitively uh so if if you've been communicating well and you have a pattern and then it changes to this or it never was a good pattern this is probably what you're going to be looking for he's going to leave you on red whether he actually has reader seats on or not like the principle of you text him 
he doesn't text back at all or he texts back way later or he's super short in texting for no reason if you're like okay i know where you are and what you're doing like you're just sitting at home like why can't we text or whatever yeah and then they don't seem to put a lot of effort in when they are talking to you really short whether it's texting or in person really short answers you feel like you're having to carry the conversation like if you didn't keep asking questions or you didn't keep putting forth effort the conversation would die i think that is a huge at least in my experience a huge indicator if you feel like you are constantly having to keep up the conversation whether it's in person or online texting whatever you know that if you quit saying anything he's not going to pick it up and run with it that is a huge indicator um does he seem constantly distracted does he go several days without talking to you i feel like even in your, when you're just getting to know someone you pretty much talk every day whether you may not talk on the phone every day but you're texting every day pretty quickly yes i would agree if especially if you're dating someone and they go multiple days without talking to you which you didn't know ahead of time for no reason and they give no explanation afterwards like oh hey sorry i just got my appendix out as an emergency like okay sure anesthesia was involved we'll give you a pass yeah but other than that (laughs) like that's what i i say this and i will stick to it because it has never proven to be wrong never proven to not be the case if someone is busy and they can't talk they can't communicate in this day and age there is no excuse for not sending a text saying hey i am swamped i will talk to you tomorrow you go to the bathroom at least three times a day you can go text while you're peeing okay yes literally and i'm saying literally you i don't there's no reason there is zero excuse it takes 10 seconds to send a text i'm really busy nah Mm -mm. sure i get that you can't talk all day yeah fine but there is no excuse to not send a text saying hey i'm swamped at work i have this other thing i have to whatever the reason is i'll talk to you tomorrow Mm -hmm. okay no excuse for that exactly and then kind of like we talked about too if you are initiating the vast majority of the conversations whether in texting or in person um i would say there might be reason to think he's not he's not showing that he wants to be with you i will say this too if you find yourself in that place whether it's you feel like you're carrying the conversation or you feel like you're initiating the vast majority of them there is a foolproof way to find out if that's true or not stop Mm -hmm. i have literally been in these situations where i said you know what i'm not texting him again until he texts me i'm not calling him like and you find out real quick one way or the other yeah yeah Yeah. because there have been times where like you haven't and then he's texting you're like okay Okay. and then there have been times where like oh i didn't really hear from him all right yeah guess we're done like there should be a if he's not noticing or if he's just not into it where he doesn't even want to make that effort yep you don't want to be with him well and i've been on the flip side of that where i'm the one that's like oh i should probably text this guy you're getting like and for me it's just in an early on situation where i'm like the thought is normally i don't really want to have to come up with something to say and there's your indicator that you're having to come up with something to say you're having to come up with something to ask in a normal getting to know you situation where you're really into this person they're into you you're not having to come up with things to say you want to know stuff you want to ask questions you're not having to 
you know, dig around and find something to say. So when I've been in that place, I'm like, wow, I do not really want to be talking to this person. Mm-hmm. So why am I? Like, yeah, you evaluate that you're coming from a good place and you just stop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So those, this whole section, I should have said this at the beginning and I didn't. <laughs> so my bad. But this whole section of, you know, things that somebody does when they don't really want to be with you as much as you want to be with them again not that they don't want to be with you at all but like the priorities could be different like really I know it's going to be tough but I want you to listen from a standpoint of okay is this actually happening can I see evidence of this not okay yeah I do see this but let me go ahead and already pick a justification for why this is okay or he's different we're different then really just kind of put down the justification muscle for a second, (laughs) like rest it and really be honest. Be like, okay, which of these can I assign to what I'm going through right now? If you, yeah, I guess if you're listening to this second part here of like, Oh, signs, he may not really be showing you wants to be with you. And you find yourself saying a lot of, well, yeah, but, Mm. Oh, well I know, but, you're probably justifying more than you should. Hold your butts <laughs> till the end. You're welcome. <laughs> little comedic relief. Oh, man. Okay, so now All let's right. talk about sacrifices. Yes. Or not making sacrifices. Not making sacrifices. This is the last thing. Because if a guy is unwilling to make sacrifices, honestly, this is my first indicator okay. that there may be something off. Like, you're not willing to bend at all. Because especially in the I'm beginning, concerned. you're wanting to make yeah. a good impression. You're on your best impress. behavior. Yeah. This is the honeymoon phase. Uh-huh. Like, you should be willing to do pretty much anything. <laughs> um, so that looks like, again, like, they don't want to do anything that doesn't interest them, even if it's important to you. They're like, nah, I'm good. Go do that with your friends. No, 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 I don't want to do that. I'd rather go do this. Like, even if you've communicated, hey, this is really important to me. Like, I'd love for you to come with me. And they're like, nah, I'm good. Like, <laughs> for, and, and it doesn't have to be a jerky way to say it. They'd be like, oh, but no, but like, you go, you know, it's okay. You go do this. Or, oh, why yeah. don't you get so-and-so to go with you? Or, You're looking for willingness. Yeah. And so this can be, you know, with dates you want to go on, movies you want to watch. I remember the guy I dated in college. I think we watched one movie I wanted to watch the entire six months we dated. And then everything else was, you know, dumb and dumber and hot rod and all this other crap. And and he knew, not only that, but like he knew I hated those kinds oh, of movies. So like, yeah. Let's watch this. Let's watch that. And I'm like, oh, I don't really want to watch Chick Flick. Let's watch this instead. And I, li- and I was like, okay. All right. Well, when is it going to give? And it never right. did. And that's a small thing. But that's, again, you're looking for patterns. Mm-hmm. And that shows a pattern of self-centeredness mm-hmm. and not really caring what you think and that will translate into bigger things yeah and that was honestly my first indication of what did end up being mm. a problem with yeah. self-centeredness um but yeah this can you know manifest itself in going to events with you if you've got a work event yeah that may not be the most exciting thing but like hey i really want you to come with me and it's he's like being in a relationship yeah <laughs> i mean i think about even danielle my little sister you know things that she'll go do with her boyfriend that she's like okay we gotta go do this and i'm not super excited about it but i'm going with him or hey his family's going out and you know i don't really want to go do that tonight i'm tired but it's important to him so we're gonna go so again there's compromise went and one way this could also manifest itself this would be obviously if you're more serious uh holiday flexibility yeah 
on both sides. Yep, give and take there. Give and take, but there is give and take. Yeah. So this can look a lot of different ways, but you're looking for his willingness to make sacrifices. And if he is just not bending at all, red flag. Yeah. And then it's going to look like he doesn't want to travel if it's long distance. He's You're going there all the time. And I've been in that place. And it was mm-hmm. like, okay, like when is this going to reciprocate? And there was always a good reason for it. Mm-hmm. There was always something that's like, oh, well, no. I was like, okay, I'll come there. So that's a, a big one, I think. They're not flexible with their schedule. They're not willing to give up other things maybe that they had planned or things they want to do because of things that, you know, you guys want to do. Um, And then they basically just want you to fit into their life where you can without them having to make any significant changes really to what their life already looks like. They have a plan, they have a schedule, they have a calendar and everything else. And then wherever there isn't something else, then you get that time. That's not fair. <laughs> no. And no one wants to feel like that. No. You know, I, I know that you think like, oh, well, at least he's doing this or, da, 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 or no, I know he's busy. No one wants to feel like you're just getting, you know, the crumbs. Yeah. You, you yeah. want him to be like, okay, well, I mean, I've had where I get that you have busy seasons and like I've sat down before with a guy and like we literally both had our calendars and we're mm-hmm. like, okay, we know we have these. So what days are we going to see each other? And it wasn't, oh, let me go fill in with my, you know, this, that, and the other. And then it was like, what do we have to do? Right. And then you're next. And then you're next. Right. Um, and then as the longer you're together, like that will change to where, you know, they're even moving further and further up because well, you, you start making decisions you together. You those things that you have to do together. Exactly. That's going to look different. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, just... You want to look for, is he carving out time, not just, you know, handing you time that's left over. So to wrap all of this up, I want to leave you with one thought or one question. And this is a question I've had to ask myself more than once. And it's not a fun (laughs) question to answer. So I'll just go ahead and spoil it. But I think it's really easy to you know read or listen to the descriptions of these two categories you know someone who wants to be with you versus somebody who doesn't and say who you'd rather be with like bethany said at the beginning well duh of course i want to be with somebody who wants to be with me like we all know that but how many times have we settled for somebody who doesn't really seem to want to be with us because we think we can change them Mm -hmm. or we think we can convince them and i really want you to think about that question because i've done that more than once and it's really easy Especially when you meet a guy, like, he meets a lot of your qualifications. He's really cute. He loves the Lord. You know, whatever. But if he's not really into it, you think, okay, well, it'll change the longer we date. Or it'll change when we get married. I'll fix him. Or I'll, you know, I'll convince him. If I can just, you know, be flexible with his schedule and show him that I'm really into this, like, he'll start doing the same. And again, especially at the beginning, you're on your best behavior. It's not going to get any better than it is at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Like that is prime time. Yep. And if you're not enjoying it at the beginning. It's not going to. It's not, you know, there's not an uphill (laughs) on. uh, Infatuation. Yes, exactly. So really, you know, think about that question. So yes, now that you've listened to this whole episode, you've heard all this Take some time to reflect on these things. Think about how much better it will be to be with someone who wants to be with you. Because it is. 
I've been in both situations and it's much better when someone obviously is prioritizing you, not someone who you're consistently having to convince that they should want to be with you. That is not where you want to be. So if you're dating someone now, uh, evaluate, okay, is he showing me this or is he not? And honestly, if you're questioning, it's probably because there are some indicators that he's not. If if he is really making it obvious that he wants to be with you, this is never going to cross your mind. Mm-hmm. At least that's been my experience. Yeah, exactly. And if you do find yourself in a situation where you're like, oh, wow, I, he's doing a lot of the things y'all say that are showing he doesn't necessarily want to prioritize me then I really hope you'll have the courage to walk away if that's what you need to do. Like if you've had conversations, you're trying to make this where you've given it time, you've done the work to try and it's still not changing. Like I know it's going to be hard, but you don't have to give in, you know, to the fear that, Oh, this is as good as it's going to get. And if I don't marry him, then I'm not going to find somebody or, you know, you're believing the lie that if I just keep trying to be better and if I'm just more available and if I just, you know, keep making this as easy as possible on him, like he's going to change. Like, no, you don't have to give in to all of that. You don't have to settle for that. And I want you to believe that like waiting for somebody who wants to be with you and who makes it clear mm-hmm. will be worth waiting for. Cause like Bethany said, there's nothing like it. You don't question it. You're not worried. You're not like, I don't really know where we are when people, <laughs> it's like, so how are things going? You um, should be able to answer that with confidence. Like things good are or going bad. great. Yeah. Or eh, I don't think this is going to work. Not, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't want to be in that place. You want to be like, no, things are good. And like, he's made it so clear that like, I'm important to him. I matter to him. And this is relationship is important to him. And I'm not questioning that. So I know it's tough. I know it's not a fun place to be again, but it's worth it to walk through this way too many times, but <laughs> it is worth it to be with somebody who wants to be with you. So I hope that this may have been a tough love episode. Maybe we should have done Bethany's first verse a little more (laughs) upbeat, but um, I, you know, I say this over and over for a reason and I wish someone had told me this sooner and I would have saved myself a lot of heartbreak, but we get it. We're with you. You can do it. And we hope that you, each and every one of you, Lord willing, find somebody who really wants to be with you as much as you want to be with them so absolutely we'll leave you with that but thank y'all so much for joining us for our very first episode of season seven again like bethany said at the beginning come back on friday we will have another full length episode where we will talk about bethany's mantra which is don't date in a bubble as y'all could have guessed i'm sure so we'll be diving into all the things that (laughs) is not dating in bubbles so please join us for that but we will talk to y'all then (laughs) but until next time i'm Kristen, and i'm bethany and this is looking for the middle Mm